A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, I thought my 32 male relationship with my wife, 30 female, had a chance after discovering some sex, but it was actually the tip of the iceberg. In brief, had a gut feeling and found some sex with random reddit men on my wife's phone she confessed and seemingly gave me full transparency going forward saying she only wanted validation she said she has never met up with anyone in real life and swore there was nothing more it hurt like hell but i accepted her apologies and decided to try marriage counseling since then i hadn't been able to convince myself that it was all i feel now dumb but I only since discovered that you can recently see deleted texts and pics, which I didn't check before in my snooping. So last night, when I stayed awake ruminating on it once again, I looked in my wife's phone one last time in the recently deleted text. Well, I'm sure a lot of you will berate me for being so naive. I found sex with a fucking co-worker. Someone I've hung out with several times, who's been to our house and his wife and kid. I found messages indicating that they have met up in my past for sex at his house while his wife is working and kid at school. But she most recently told him they'll have to have a break for a bit, apparently since she got caught sexting. I found a couple of sexy pics my wife sent him of her body. I can't get his words out of my head. Can't wait to lick you again. You get me so hard. I'm going to call over your next time. I'm absolutely horrified and I'm done. She played me for a fool, swearing up and down that she never physically stepped out. I haven't told her I know yet. My heart is breaking for our kids, who will now grow up in a broken home. I truly thought we had the most perfect life a couple of weeks ago. I feel like I'm going to break, but I decided not to tell her until I meet with some lawyers this week. I already took pics of the evidence, but I'm in a no-fault state, so I don't know if it's worth anything. I'll follow their advice on what to do. I'm going to call my brother and see if he can come into town and stay with me for a few days when shit hits the fan. I'm going to try and get her to leave the house and move out, but I'm not sure how. I also want to confront the bastard who's fucking my wife at their work in front of his wife. But I won't get into my revenge fantasies yet. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So some people were responding to OP, to which OP responded to them. So Polis Plug says, make sure you tell that guy's wife that he's been cheating on her too and show her proof. You'll get through this man. Most important thing right now is your children and don't let her manipulate you into staying with her. Opie says I plan on telling the wife but I want to wait until I meet with a lawyer so they don't suspect I know. Both me and my wife make good income and I don't want her to start doing shady shit with our money if she suspects it's over. Follows for a place that sense. So did she text him that they have to stop meeting after you found out about her? Didn't you have access to her phone at that stage or did you not see the text? 
Or did she just text him while she had the phone and you were away then soon deleted it? OP said they sent texts back and forth after I confronted her about the online cheating last week. And then though she said she couldn't make it to his house this week like they had planned on doing. But she sent a pic to give him some anticipation for later. Those are the texts she deleted along with others before this last week. Good thing she didn't know about the deleted messages folder either. Or bad thing maybe. I have these thoughts that ignorance would have been bliss, even though I know that's the wrong way to think. And clearly OP doesn't need advice in this situation. They know what they're doing. They're talking to a lawyer first and taking their advice, which clearly is the right thing to do, getting your ducks all in a row. All I can really say is, I'm sorry you're having to go through that. Imagine discovering that and then still seeing it's going on after you gave her a chance after discovering the sex the first time around. Still find that there's messages between his co-worker, pics with his co-worker. <sighs> it's just, what goes through these people's heads, man? Lone Wolf says to the OP and quotes him and says, Sorry to say, but she will do it to you and to anyone else she'll be with in the future, unless she can get help for herself. If someone is hooked up on getting external validation, and it's next to impossible for them to get off of it, and your soon-to-be ex-wife is hooked up on external validation, you're doing the correct thing. Do get tested for STDs and DNA tests for the kids, as you may never know the extent of how long she's been stepping out. Opie says, I just can't believe I fell for it all. She added more info than just chats, I found, by saying she did it once before. She cried all these tears. She said all the right things. I'm stunned. How can someone be so manipulative? This can't be normal. Daddy Guy says, Ugh. Even if it won't help you legally, you have the option of exposing her to friends and family. And of course, if you keep the evidence, you can explain the situation to your children in such a way that she will never recover. So if she tries to fuck with you, are either divorce, acts unfaithfully, etc., you can remind her that the only thing stopping everyone in her phone, not to mention the children finding out about her behavior, is your decision to lie for her. Your preference to spare the children the humiliation and you wanting a quick and easy divorce. If she doesn't want that and prefers to go scorched earth, then you see no need to protect her. Anyone who asks will know starting with your children, learning their mother, ended their family by skanking around. And one more response from OP who says, yeah, I have a feeling that the texts I have from her phone will be a good thing to hold on to. I still haven't decided whether to tell her family about all of this anyway, no matter how easy she makes it for me. The only thing I can't do and refuse to do is use my kids. First of all, they're both under five, so they won't even understand. I wouldn't ever mention it until they are grown with the maturity to understand and not be fucked up from the knowledge. Yeah, and I think, you know, leaving the children out of it at this age is absolutely the right thing to do. But in terms of other people, whether you tell them or not, is certainly up to you. It's just what goes through my head because of other stories we, we've read and OP mentioning how manipulative this woman is in this post is that she goes behind your back and makes up other stories about you. Yes, OP has text proof on their phone, but we've seen a lot of manipulative stories and it's always pretty scary. Anyway, OP does update their post and says, I confronted my wife right before Thanksgiving. I did the same thing where I asked her whether she had more to tell me. She didn't admit it this time, saying, no, not at all, many times. And I said that if we ever have a sliver of a chance of making it, she will tell me absolutely everything. She still denied. Then I told her I knew about name of co-worker. At this point, she broke down, looked completely defeated, didn't even speak for several minutes, didn't cry, and said that she was trying to end it after I found out about the Reddit stuff. 
I showed her the sex I saved at this point. Asked her how she was ending it while still sending nudes of herself. She said she was too weak to cut it off cold turkey but was planning on tapering off so that she could focus on rebuilding our marriage. She still wanted to do counseling. All the stuff we agreed to after the last betrayal. God, I wanted to just believe her. Instead, I told her that was no longer happening and I already hired a lawyer. I had all this time to come to terms with my decision emotionally, so I was cold when I told her all this. But this is when she started crying and begging. She was groveling in a way I never saw her before. She promised everything you could possibly imagine. She told me I could hit her. She told me I could go to sleep with whoever I wanted for a while. I won't lie that the offer was tempting. All these promises she was making I wanted to believe. But when I told her I was going to tell the other wife, she tried to fight it. That's when I knew that a renewed undying loyalty to me was all fake. It's been the hardest few days since then. My dad is here and I haven't told him the details about the cheating yet. But he knows at least our marriage is over. I just can't handle the shame at telling my family. I'm hanging out with him and my kids a lot while my wife hides away. I'm having her served this week. We've had a few conversations and she isn't going to move out without a fight. She knows better than to abandon the house and kids. I won't leave either so this might be a battle. She still is partly in denial and believes she can win me back. Especially staying in the same house until one of us is forced out. To be honest, I have fantasies that we can reconcile somehow. Like we will have some magic moment that can negate all this and restore the trust. But then I remind myself of the reality of what she has done. I really don't know how I'll ever get over her. Part of me cares about her so much and only wants her to be happy. One way I've been able to solidify myself is reading all the comments on my other posts and also reading a bunch of the infidelity subs. I even read adultery subs to try and analyze this mindset. It's totally crazy the things people are doing. I don't want to be involved in this anymore. The cycle of betrayal and trauma. I don't have any hope. I'll find a decent woman in the future. But at least I'll have my kids and my lawyer insist it'll be 50-50. Thanks for everyone's support through all of this. So someone was giving questions to Opie about where will she be served and, you know, let the other partner know. And Opie says, yeah, I think this was a lot of effort for me to do this past week. I didn't even have the mental energy, but I will soon. Although I'm pretty sure her husband already knows they've been caught. And yes, I'm serving her at work. And once again, I'm sorry that you are going through that and for your kids as well. OP also briefly mentioned that they're following their lawyer's advice not to mess with their income or, or anything like that. So they seem like they're going down the right path as far as things can for them at this moment in time. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with that if that was you? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story does have an update, and it's from the Entitled Parents subreddit, which is titled, Entitled Family Harasses Me After My Boyfriend Knocks Brother-in-Law on the Ground. So... This story happened a week ago. My sister was in town to visit her husband and 11-year-old son. My boyfriend isn't a huge fan of my sister's husband. My brother-in-law, as is my boyfriend would describe, tactic cool. Basically, he's really into military stuff, even though he never was in the military. While my boyfriend was a US Marine for five years. When they met, my brother-in-law tried to act all buddy-buddy and even said, these people don't understand warriors like us. My boyfriend finds it annoying both that my brother-in-law is trying to claim warrior status while being a banker and my boyfriend is not fun of the military after all it did to him, so he gets ticked off when people idolize it. But the problem started when they came over. It was a generally nice night other than passive-aggressive remark by the brother-in-law when he learned I was not cooking, but in fact my boyfriend is. I'm a terrible cook and he's amazing at it, so he generally cooks. After dinner, we were all caught up in the living room and their son Jack was getting bored and started walking around. My boyfriend got up after him to watch over him as an excuse to get out of the conversation. This is what my boyfriend said happened. He followed Jack around the house until Jack said he was bored. Trying to be a good uncle, my boyfriend offered to show him his office and they went inside. My boyfriend is protective of his office, only him and I are allowed inside, so this was a big deal. But my boyfriend wanted to be a good host and uncle, so he showed Jack around the office showed him his Warhammer armies, the knives he forges, his gaming PC and everything else. Boyfriend has too many hobbies, until they got to a locked cabinet. Jack asked why it was locked. My boyfriend explained his guns were in there, and if his parents allowed it, he would take Jack shooting one day. A little while later, my brother-in-law followed them into the office. My boyfriend was annoyed he was in there, but he felt he couldn't kick him out as his son was in there and he had a right to be in there. Brother-in-law started talking to him about my boyfriend's guns and wanted to see them. My boyfriend was hesitant but felt there was no harm because brother-in-law is a grown-ass man and he keeps the ammo in the garage across the house. He opened the cabinet and asked my brother-in-law not to touch them unless he hands them to him. My brother-in-law promptly ignores this and grabs a gun from the rack, does not check if it's clear. My boyfriend emphasizes that it was a huge no-no and starts waving it around. My brother-in-law then thought it would be funny to pretend to shoot his son, so he pointed the gun at Jack. My boyfriend reached for the gun, knocked brother-in-law to the ground, and secured the gun. Then all hell broke loose. Brother-in-law started screaming at my boyfriend, and my sister ran to check what was going on. Then my sister started screaming about how my boyfriend could let her son near a gun. My boyfriend isn't a yeller. He's not afraid of confrontation, but he never yells. He just calmly puts his gun away, locked the cabinet, looked at me with a... These people are idiots, look, and waited for a lull in the screaming. He told them to get the fuck out. Brother-in-law got in his face and acted like they were going to fight. My boyfriend just stared him down until brother-in-law backed off. Boyfriend's six foot three, muscular, and carries himself like a former Marine. He basically just stared my sister and brother-in-law out the house. Never raised his voice, never said anything threatening. But after that story, my family was told that he is a sociopath with an arsenal 
has PTSD and all of them are blowing up my phone trying to get me to leave him. Apparently they even called the cops but we live in his hometown. The local sheriff taught my boyfriend how to hunt as a kid so the sheriff knew it was a BS report but still reached out to me to confirm. I assured him and my family countless times that he is not dangerous or hurting me. It's starting to get to me and I don't know what to do. My boyfriend is concerned for my mental health but he told me he couldn't care less what they were saying about him. I'm probably going to go low contact until this blows over. I'm just glad we live a couple of states away so they can't harass me in person. Gee whiz, what a moron. Now, I'm from the UK. I've barely seen a gun my whole life in person. And I know damn well you never point a real gun at someone regardless if you think it's unloaded or whatever. I've seen one too many idiots on social media dancing around on these on these short videos with a gun in their hand and always blowing their brains out. But the top comments on this one were brother-in-law is 100% in the wrong. There is absolutely no excuse for his behavior with a gun. Boyfriend sounds like a good man. Don't let him get his way. Which another user replies saying, I'm not a gun guy. But even I know never to point a gun at something unless you intend to destroy it. OP's boyfriend is a better man than I because I would have gone fucking gorilla luggage test on the in-law. Gorilla luggage test? What the hell is that? I just, <laughs> on the back of that, I just went to YouTube and I spent the last 10, 15 minutes watching video of a gorilla beating up luggage at the airport <laughs> what the hell anyway next comment how your family brother-in-law pointed a gun he grabbed at his son and the asshole is never welcome back into your home next comment says contact your family with this message brother-in-law was told not to touch said guns it was only to look and boyfriend would lock the guns up safely brother-in-law ignored this grabbed the gun failed to see if it was loaded or any safety precautions and pointed it at his son if you are willing to believe this person, I no longer wish to associate with you and I'm ashamed to say we are related. I hope you learn from this, but I won't be around to see it. But OP does update the post and says, I thought it'd be best just to make a new post. Thank you for all your supportive comments and I'm sorry I haven't responded, but some stuff has happened. I followed your advice and I contacted the family members I am closest with and told our side of the story to mixed responses. Some people believed us, but unfortunately most either didn't believe us or they did, but still pushed me to leave my boyfriend. Apparently, the thought that a man could disarm and knock a person to the ground is so violent, only a PTSD-ridden psychopath could commit such an act. One surprising good thing that came out of this is apparently the sheriff, who is an old friend of my boyfriend, and his father reached out to the boyfriend's father, and his family started coming in for support. It was a bridge that needed to be built, albeit in a weird way. I never dug much into it, but boyfriend was estranged from his family. Basically, he's the son of some local powerful man. His mother, who died a while ago, was physically and mentally abusive. His father didn't know because he was too busy at work. Boyfriend was expected to go to Ivy League College and be some politician or something. Boyfriend believed that would be selling his soul, so he ran off to join the Marines. He just needed to run away from that life and he just festered for years. Neither party brave enough to reach out until this incident. His entire family reached out to offer support. His brother and his wife came over a few nights ago to meet me and have dinner. His father put us in contact with his lawyer in case they tried again and were planning a dinner with the whole family. Boyfriend seemed happy. Honestly, both me and him feel like we refound the family. My family has also been thoroughly unsupportive of me and this isn't the first time. After telling my side, I went no contact with them and I hope that's the end of it. Until my sister, 
My other one, not the mother of Jack, called me this morning and told me she was visiting and she's already in state and wants to know our address. Completely blindsided me, but I guess it could be an opportunity to clear the air with her at least. But I know for damn sure if I'm meeting her, I'm bringing my boyfriend and a voice recorder. I read too many stories on here to not take precautions. I'll update after the meeting. All I can do is hope it doesn't make anything worse. So, the relevant comments on this one says, So, only a deranged nutter with PTSD could disarm an untrained lunatic acting like a moron. A trained marine reacting appropriately to a situation couldn't, but a nutter could. What the hell do your family think marines are trained to do? Tickle fish and paddling kiddie pools? Christ. Glad things are looking up on the other side. Good luck with your sister. You never know, she might not be a complete idiot. <laughs> Next comment says, brother-in-law sounds like a sociopath. You don't just grab someone else's gun with no training, no familiarity, no clue if it's loaded or not, and just point it at someone. There is such thing as gun safety, and brother-in-law basically broke every single rule. Mistakes happen. Or your boyfriend kept ammo in the garage. What if a round was accidentally left in the chamber? Proper gun safety dictates you always assume a gun is loaded. Your brother-in-law may be a warrior by his own description, but he is a complete brainless clown. Guns are not toys. You can't treat it as such. Accidents happen even when handled by professionals. Instead of posting about the airhead of a brother-in-law, you would have potentially been posting about Jack's funeral. And one more comment says, I love these unexpectedly wholesome curveballs. I hope your boyfriend and his new old family get along. You can all enjoy the future together and drop the haters. And OP hasn't updated about the meeting with a sister as yet, but I hope it does go well and there's no more extra drama in your life. <sighs> yeah, just like some of those comments saying, imagine, you know, someone opened up their gun cabinet and immediately your first thought is, I'm going to grab that. I'm going to point that at someone. Gee whiz. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for being here today, getting involved in the stories. Your constant love, support and time is just absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.